بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أما بعد Alhamdulillah, we reached uh, our next narration. Still discussing the affair of Qudar al-Hajj, the use of the bathroom, and the etiquettes of the Muslim when using the bathroom. And <coughs> we're in the hadith number 14 of some of the Nusakh, some of the texts and copies, uh, is number, hadith number 15. And this hadith of Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu anhu, qal, كان النبي صلى الله عليه وكان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يدخل الخلاء فأهمل وأنا وأهمل أنا وغلام نحوي معي إداوة من ماء وأنزة فيستنجي بالماء. And so <coughs> it mentions that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم when he would enter the bathroom he would carry with him yani, a utensil to carry the water. This utensil was made of skin. And likewise as well, a staff. In the staff, a long staff to pour the water. And thereafter, he would perform istinja with the mat, with the water. He'd wash and clean himself with that water. And this is a hadith, as the narrator we mentioned, is Anas ibn Malik. Naam, Anas ibn Malik. As for some of the wordings, the first, al-khala, the reason why it's referred to as this is because it's a makan al-khali. Yeah, it's a secluded place. So we have the word khala or al-khalwa in seclusion. And this is referring to yani, a place, generally speaking, when you would have yani, the bathrooms, the toilets, in this time of the Nabi Wasallam, then it would be that the person would go to a further distance to fulfill that need. And it wouldn't be within, the, generally speaking, within the Mabani, uh, as within the buildings as we have now. But, as we mentioned, as we discussed last week, there are times where you see that this is used within the building. The person will use the bathroom within the buildings. However, the bathroom generally is understood to be a secluded location. As for the ghulam, it mentions ghulam mifli. Yani, he was, or nahwi, that he was a young boy did he like myself? So Anas bin Malik, the narrator, referring to him as a young man, just as he was. Naam. And so when it mentions Yani Mithli, then some of the scholars they they mentioned the difference as to what what was the intent of Anas bin Malik when he said Mithli or Anahmi. I like me. And What's generally understood is that the word Nahwi is referring to the fact that Anas, or this Ghulam, was similar in age to Anas ibn Malik. Similar in age to him. However, some also mention that he mentions Nahwi, I was like me, referring to the fact that he was a Khadim. 
I he was an individual in the yeah in service. I served in the beast of Islam in this in this regard. And so both yeah both meanings are Salim when Allah Ta'ala knows best. Well that which seems to be Akrab is that he's referring to the one that's like me, he's like me in age. I close to me in age. Thereafter we have the word Idawa Idawatan which is the Ina Savir Minajant. So it's a small naam small utensil which is made from yeah the skin the skin of the, the animal, the, the cattle. And thereafter as well, after he mentions as well, anaza, the anazatan, which is the small stuff. So he would use the ina, the idawa, to hold the water, whilst the small stuff, he would use that to pour the water to be poured into, and use that to clean himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thereafter, you have the wording as well, Yastanjim bil ma, that he would perform the stinja and, and clean oneself with the water. We understand from stinja, stinja is the tahara using the water. Now, stinja is the tahara with the use of water. Opposed to istijmar, which is the tahara, the purification of oneself using the rocks or the stones. The istinja using the water, the istijmar using the rocks and the stones. And istinja is a purification using the water, purifying yani the sabilin, what is referred to as the sabilin. So purifying what is referred to as the sabilin, yani the, the front or the back passage from any form of impurity. And so what we understand from this hadith, and what we can benefit, we can take from this hadith. Or first and foremost, the meaning, the general meaning of this hadith rather. Is that Alas al Malik informs us that the Prophet Sallallahu that he would go out to the Yani the Khala, he would go out to the to, to the secluded area to relieve oneself. And he would go along with this young boy, the Ghulam. And the Ghulam would go with him in order to aid him with that. In order for him to aid him with that, in order for him to perform the istinja and the wudu. And likewise as well, Sheikh Ahmad Najmi mentions, so he went with him, the boy went with him with the, for the, with the intent, for the purpose of aiding him with cleansing oneself, but also with the intent of providing a sutra if the Prophet وسلم, after يعني, the purification intended to perform a salah. So for example, he goes out to this, to, to, to this location, relieves himself, purifies himself any form, uh, any form of uh, impurity, as well as purifying oneself from performing the wudu, while performing wudu, and if intended to perform the salah, then the, the purpose of the presence of that boy would be to be a sutra as well for that for, in order for him to perform the salah. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, 
مش ده فكر حديث ده ده في الحديث is that with this the use of a Rajul Fadil so he takes he took someone as a Rad as an individual that was virtuous in order to aid him right, this young boy and likewise as well Anas Ibn Malik himself a person of virtue secondly is the fact that he would use the young individual, the Sahir. And so he وسلم, would have the young individual aid him in, in helping him to fulfill what he needs to fulfill. The third is that it's from the Sunnah to perform the Istinja with water. I sun is amara sunniyah. However, it becomes amara wujub. It's an obligation in the ajm al hajar, in the ajm al hajar. Now in the ajm al hajar. So it then thus becomes an obligation if there are no rocks. So the person cannot perform istijmar. If the person is unable to perform istijmar, then the istinja becomes an obligation. Just as the opposite is true as well. So if there's no water, then the istijmar becomes an obligation. You are used to the rocks. Does that make sense? So if there's no if there are no rocks, then istinja. Yani cleansing oneself with water is an obligation. If there's no water, then istijmar, the use of the rocks, becomes an obligation. However, yustahab, that which is mustahab, is a jam bain huma. And that which is mustahab, and recommended is that the person combines between the two, does uses both. Now, and if the person wished to make it ikhtisar ala ahadihima, and the person wants to just choose one of the two, فَالْإِسْتِنْجَابِ الْمَاءَفْضَلِ If the person wanted to choose just between one of the two, then it's better to do the istinja' with the water. Now, And this is the madhab of the Jamhur. This is the this is the madhab of Jamhur. I that you can the jam I using the water and using the rocks is better. But if you choose to, to choose between one of the two, the water is better. This is the madhab of Jamhur. Likewise, the what is narrated from Sa'id ibn Musayyib and Malik. Afwan, what the narrative from Sayyid ibn Sayyid and Malik is inkar istinjab al ma'a. They rejected the use of istinjab of water. However, this is a cold mardud due to the text mentioned. This, this particular narration. Thereafter,
Likewise as well, we understand from this narration that it's mustahab, that it's recommended that you use a sutra when you are praying or when you're establishing a salah in open, the open area, the open space. So if you establish a salah in an open area, then it's mustahab that a person uses the sutra. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, we have our next narration, which is an Abi Qatada, an Abi Qatada Ansari, Radiallahu Anhu, and the Nabiya Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Akal. Layum Sikanna Ahadokum, Zakarahu, Biyamini, Wahua Yabul, Wetamasa, Walaya Tamasa, Minakala, Biyamini, Walaya Tanafas, Filina. And so, this is a narration of Abi Qatada Al Harif in Ibn Rabbi Ibn Rabbi Ibn Rabbi Al Ansari, and this narration here, Barakallahu Fikum. This narration here again is a follow-on in terms of this particular chapter of how the person, the manner is the person must use the bathroom. And as for the narrator, Abu Qatada Al-Harif Ibn Ribi'i Ibn Ribi'i Al-Ansari Al-Ansari Al-Khazraji Al-Ansari Al-Khazraji Who's also Al-Ansari Al-Khazraji? Another, another, another companion. Anas companions that were present at the Battle of Uhud. The companions that were present at the Battle of Uhud. And that which occurred after that. <coughs> and so this narration here is teaches some of the Islamic mannerisms of how a person uses a bathroom. Again, you know, some of the Islamic mannerisms of how the person would use the bathroom. And here we have the words لا يمسكن لعني لا يأخذن This is a <coughs> a nahi. Now, a prohibition of the person holding the private parts with the right hand when relieving oneself. As the narration mentions, do not hold the private parts with the right whilst urinating. Likewise, do not wipe the uninformed istijmar in the bathroom with the right. And likewise, do not breathe into the utensil. And so, we understand from this, first and foremost, the wording, la yumsikanna, is first and foremost, Allah and nahiya. First and foremost, it's Allah, a prohibition which is nahiya. So it's a prohibition 
which is, uh, or it's the, the lies of prohibition. And so, as we mentioned, or we discussed last week, the asl of a nahi will be tahrim. The asl of a nahi is that it's haram. And so the mention here is understood by way of that. Even more so, due to the fact that within this narration, you have the noon of tawqid. So within this narration, you have the noon of tawqid. At the end, I for emphasis, the noon is for emphasis. So not only does the Nabi Wasallam prohibit this action, but he emphasizes that prohibition as well. And there he mentions Biyamini, meaning Biyadid Yumna. Biyamini meaning the right hand. Salam to Thereafter, mentions Yatamasah. And Yatamasah meaning Ayani Al Istijmar. Ayyastajmir. The person forming Istijmar. They cannot do so with the right. And then has the mentioning of as well of Yatanafas, La Yakuja Nafs Minjofi. So it doesn't breathe out from heat into the utensil. I was referring to the, the utensil that he's drinking from, it doesn't breathe into it or blow onto it essentially. And this prohibition, or this narration, Outlines the prohibition of the Prophet for any of the Mukallifin that they use the right hand to remove anything from filth or impurity. And this here, this narration here, Barakallah Fikum. What we understand this, what we understand from this, is that this is a specific yani, adab. Why? Because the use of the right, generally, the use of the right hand, is generally for actions that are, or, it, or for the most actions. The majority of actions use the right, the right hand. Now, whether that be fadl, actions of fadl or avalina, or just general action. However, actions that are regarded as being lowly actions or actions that are seen to remove yani filth, then the left-hand side is encouraged to be used. An example of that as well is when a person is performing the wudu. The wudu, a woman, generally speaking, when a person is performing the wudu, they begin with the right hand side. <coughs> in accordance with the narration that we discussed previously of Aisha, Wadila Anha, Ukana Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, would love to begin with the right hand side. However, an exception to that is the action when it comes to the washing of the feet. That the washing of the feet, no doubt, you begin with the right-hand side. However, when it comes to the washing in between the toes, then it's encouraged to do so with 
the finger from the left hand. Why? Because it's a specific action of removing any form of impurity. And so, this narration here further emphasizes that principle. I further emphasize that principle. And so, with this, the Jamhur, <coughs> they mention that this Nahi is an instruction of the Adab that the person must adhere to. The, the prohibition is three things and this is an instruction. And so, with this, Allah Ta'ala was blessed. You have those that say it's just, يعني, just an adab, just an advice, essentially. It's just advisory. To not use the right hand for these actions. To not blow onto the utensil, into the utensil for drinking from it, my fellow. And so this is the opinion of the Jamhur, yani the, uh, the majority. Whilst Ibn Hajar, he mentions that as for yani the people of Ahlul Zahir, then they are upon the opinion that this narration is one and that's what's understood from this narration is one of tahrim, that is haram. And that if the person was to perform the istijmar in such a way, so they were to perform the istijmar with the right with the right hand. فَهُمْ ذَهَبُوا إِلَىٰ عَدَمُ that they remain upon the opinion that the person would not be rewarded for that. With no doubt, what we understand from yani tahara, whether it's wudu, or whether it's even the, the way that the person, the mannerism which the person uh, uses the bathroom. If they do so, and they do so in accordance with the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, then no doubt we understand from that that we understand from that, that this, this particular action is one which is, if this is in the goods, this is the one which will be rewarded because the person has done so seeking to adhere to the sunnah of the Prophet However, as what is mentioned here is that if they were to use the right hand for this action of istijmah, then they would not receive that reward. And this is, as we mentioned, from the speech of Ibn Hajar, Make a knuckle from the Zahriya. And Shaykh Ahmed Al Najmi, he mentions that from that which is apparent, Allah Ta'ala knows best, is the Rajih, is that the Nahi is for Tahrim. The Rajih, the stronger opinion, is that the Prohibition carries with it the ruling that is haram in this narration. 
Why? Because you have the prohibition, which is a clear prohibition from the Prophet without the wujud asarif. I without something, without a text that takes it out of that particular ruling, removes it from that particular ruling. What is meant by that? If you remember, we discussed it previously. At the start of. Now, so when we have a nahi, when we have a particular prohibition, then the asal is, as we discussed, the asal of it is that it is haram, that action is haram. Except for if you have illa wujud sarif. Except for if you have yani a text that indicates other than that. So, for example, you have a narration that, that states that this action is prohibited. Then you have another text that mentions the Prophet ﷺ did the action. Naam. If there's nothing to indicate that this is from the things that have been made specifically for the Prophet ﷺ, then, as they mentioned, it would, it would not, the action itself would no longer be regarded as being haram, but makhruh. Um, and likewise, yani likewise, the opposite. If you have an amr, if you have a command, even a text, the command from the Prophet wasallam, then the asl is that it's wajib. Asl is that it's wajib. However, if you have another text, for example, that mentions that he did not do the action, wasallam, then we'd understand from that that the command was al-awaj al-istihbab. Yeah, and the command was for the purpose of it being highly recommended. So, in light of this now, this particular text, we have this prohibition from the Prophet ﷺ about how the person should use the bathroom. However, along with that as well, there is no yani sarif. There's no other narration that would make that that would suggest other than that, other than it being haram. And so from what is apparent that this action itself is يعني, maharram, is haram and Allah Ta'ala knows best inshallah we'll conclude with this narration we'll conclude here inshallah and the next week we'll go on to the next narration there's a, there's a bit more discussion around it bismillah ta'ala barakallahu feekum wa jazakum ala khaira wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa no. I mentioned about the uh, the restroom is that even the sunnah is specific to the Prophet. For I mentioned for I remember this is the mention of the the small finger. The small finger now. The last finger. No, the person that they, they, they not only do they they say not rewarded, but they say sinful. Why? Because they they, they are upon the opinion that this is haram. Lahabu la tahrim.
So of course, if a person does something haram, it's sinful. So they 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 say not not only is he sinful, but he's not rewarded for for that as well, for that action. Now. It should be avoided if, uh, if a man is teaching if a man is teaching a girl at that, at that age 10 or 11 years old then it should it should be avoided why because these are the ages now where they are either they're going they will become balik they're already balik or they will become balik within a short space of time so it's important for them to become accustomed to uh, yani the segregation of the of the genders and the sexes, and that they don't become accustomed, or they they find it becomes a, a difficulty to to establish that, because uh, if you do not establish these things before the person becomes makalif and they become balik, then it becomes an overnight practice. Hence, why, for example, the Prophet sallallahu commanded us to teach the children how to pray once they reach the age of seven. Now, before at the age of ten years, before they they uh, they become violent, uh, they reach the age of puberty. They reach the stage of puberty. Why? Because as soon as they reach the stage of puberty, it becomes an obligation upon them. Now, so these things, in light of that, these are the this, this is the manner in which we should always uh, seek to nurture our children upon. Allah. Free mixed apartment. Try look for the jobs where there's less free mixing. The reality is that when you're working here in this land, you it's very difficult to find a job that that doesn't have that. Unless you work in certain sectors, uh, basically, you know, generally the work, you know, the trades work and things like this, then you will find. <laughs> then you will find that these uh, these jobs. There'll be less women, and there's less free mixing within them. But sometimes you will find there's free mixing within those ones, but it's less um, prevalent now. So you have to look at at that. <coughs> but no doubt, these ahkam are going to be different for the men and as, as, uh, than they are for the women. Why? Because it, as for the men, it's our obligation to provide for our family members and work. And so we look for the best solutions that we can for work and seek to um, you know, fulfill those rights of those, those individuals that have rights upon us. However, it doesn't mean that a person is lax upon that as well, where they say, I'm doing the best I can, but they're not, essentially. Where they're not looking for the, the, the best solution for themselves. That's the first thing. Second thing is that... As you mentioned, this is, this is not the same thing for the men and for the women. 
the women they she cannot say that I'm going to a free mixed environment because I'm I'm uh, com- I'm compelled to work. She's not compelled to work. She's not compelled to provide for any any one individual. Rather, this is the responsibility of her awliya, in her walis, whether it be her father, her brothers, whoever. And <clears throat> so, when it comes to the person taking, try, striving to find the best solution, then this is something which we discussed for the yani the rajah, the men. And so the women, then they should they shouldn't be working, and it's and it's upon those that are responsible for them to fear Allah and to provide for them and not leave them in that scenario. But as for yourself, if you're talking about it for yourself, as a man, then you strive to find the best solution. And if it's a case of you you find yourself in a sector where there's free mixing, if you're able to change that, change it. If you're, if you're not able to, then strive to find the, the, the least of them. And Allah knows best. If if you find something better, then you you, you uh, pursue that. But it's all about you know what you're able to do, and um, yeah, the best the best manner that you're able to achieve these things, inshallah. Likely, you're going to be required to be in khalwa with that individual, yeah, in seclusion with that individual. And this is not permissible in any way. If we're talking about going back to what we discussed before, if it's like you need to work and there may be some degree of mixing, obviously, you seek to avoid all of that, right? But you do the best that you can. But when it comes to this, where you, you may find yourself in an occupation where you are regularly in seclusion with with uh, Ajnabi, a yeah, woman that you're not related to, then this is not, this is not the permissible time that you should um, strive to avoid, inshallah. Barakallahu. 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 Barakallahu.